Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Seth, you know who took great issue with Sean Payton, uh, evidently banning Russell Wilson's personal quarterbacks coach from the building? Who? Noted personal quarterbacks coach for other quarterbacks, Quincy oh, Avery. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, they done went and pissed off Quincy Avery. I guess I did at one point too because he blocked me on Twitter. I had, oh. to, I had to go. I had to go in like through generic Twitter, just like Twitter dot com yeah. under no user, yeah. and go search Quincy Avery to get this tweet and then transcribe it. So winner in this Quincy Avery because I had to type out a tweet manually. What I couldn't, did Quincy Avery say? He said this. He retweeted the news of the video of Sean Payton saying that. Oh yeah, that's not happening with the private quarterback coach being in the building. He said this. Interesting. I'd probably want the most valuable asset to be happy and have one of the people he talks to the most have my full support, but to each their own, I guess. End oh. quote. Yeah, it's, uh, that's a tough one because it all depends. I, it's, I don't think he'll probably be barred permanently or anything from the facility. It's just you don't necessarily want people having just free, easy access all the time because it opens a door to, hey, all right, the quarterback's getting preferential treatment versus – do we need to let 25 different personal trainers in and, uh, you know, all, all of the other stuff that goes along with it? Yep. And I'm sure, though, too, I mean, if if the quarterback's coach wants to just maybe uh, become an exclusive employee of the team, we could work something out. But I'm guessing that the quarterback's coach doesn't want to do that. He wants to continue to have multiple and plentiful clients. So, yeah, I don't um, – it's – it's, it's these damn people, like so many different people want to believe that they're so important to the success of either individual players or teams to the point where it's obvious that they just don't understand the team concept, right. you know, and, and that gets to be a pain in the butt to deal with as a coach. A um, couple other news items from the NFL. Brian Flores, who was viewed as the betting favorite yesterday or over the weekend to um, to be the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, he will not be a head coach at all next year. He is going to be the defensive coordinator in Minnesota for the Minnesota Vikings. So that is where Brian Flores, who was fired as the Dolphins coach last year, sued the NFL. Um, I don't know where the lawsuit stands right now, but he spent last year as an assistant head coach and position coach for Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh. He coached linebackers for Mike Tomlin last year. So he'll be the D.C. in Minnesota. Meanwhile, the Texans are looking for a defensive coordinator. They've officially requested permission to speak to Marquand Manuel, who was the Jets' safeties coach last year. Good job with the pronunciation there. Thank you. Thank I sure you. would have botched that. <laughs> yes. Marquand Manuel, who has been kind of in the uh, Dan Quinn I guess we, we call it the Dan Quinn coaching tree. Sure. He was with the Falcons for a long time. Was their defensive coordinator the year after 
the collapse in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So remember, Richard Smith with the defensive coordinator, lost his defensive coordinator job halfway through the season that the Falcons went to the Super Bowl. Um, and that's when the defense really turned around, by the way. And uh, halfway through that season, they got to the Super Bowl that way. And then Manuel was the defensive coordinator with the Falcons for two years. Then he was with the Eagles for a year, with the Jets last year as a uh, safeties coach for the last two years. So um, he's got experience as a coordinator. Uh, similar, Some similar philosophies and styles, perhaps, to what D'Amico was doing last year um, and what Robert Sala does with the New York Jets right now. So it's a, it's a logical choice. And a guy that's got some experience, not a, not a rookie coordinator. Yeah, on paper, that's the commonality with D'Amico Ryans is it doesn't look like they've ever been in the same building working for the same team at any point. But as you just pointed out, Robert Sala has been the coach in New York for the last two seasons, and Marquand Manuel has been on his staff each of those seasons as it's, well. If I wanted to just generalize, because I'm, like the Dan Quinn tree goes back to Pete Carroll, and I, I would say there's a... It's like a particularly physical and um, like blended form of zone coverage, where even when you're playing zone, you're playing man, and you're trying to beat the crap out of people. So it's a diff- just a different uh, bit of a different mindset um, and some coverage differences, certainly, than what you'd see from a Lovey Smith. This is all I want to know. Am I going to yeah. see Derek Stingley manned up against receivers this year? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. You promise? Yes. You well, do? it's like, okay, so if you look at the Jets – Robert Sala, if you look at just the overall stats, it looks like the Jets play a whole lot of zone defense. Yeah. It's that in different coverages, when you're playing zone, you're all, you're actually just playing, you're playing man. Um, and you're, and, and, and sometimes with blended coverages, you might have one guy playing true man. And with that guy, that's what they were, they were doing, um, a lot this year with Sauce Gardner. So yeah, you're going to see more, you're going to see Derek Stingley be challenged more and being able to use his physicality more. There is a bill, Seth, shifting gears here. Real quick, there is a bill that is being put forth here pretty soon for um, the legalization of sports betting in Texas. Oh, really? Gambling on apps. Yeah, all of the oh. owners, a bunch of the owners yesterday in the state of Texas were signing off on a petition for this. Um, Jim Crane, there's a quote from Jim Crane. Brian T. Smith had a slew of tweets about this yesterday. Uh, Brian T. Smith from the Houston Chronicle. Jim Crane, Astros, quote, Sports betting is going to happen whether it's regulated or not. Rather than having Texans betting illegally through unknown companies in foreign countries, this bill will allow controls and safeguards for sports betting in Texas while generating significant revenue that will be used to reduce everybody's property taxes in the state of Texas. That's a good angle. I like that. It's a good angle. No idea if it's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, as far as like usually, I it's rare that like the increased taxes lead to. De- I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I choose to believe yeah, it's okay. true. Shush. Okay. All right, uh, Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> if I know government, one thing they love to do is when they get extra revenue, say, "Oh, okay, cool. We'll cut back elsewhere." Yeah, yeah. yeah give yeah. rebates to the people. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, Jerry Jones was quoted about this bill. The, here's the list. Um, Brian T. Smith said. Uh, tweeted this yesterday. Basically, every pro sports team in Texas is pushing for the legalization of mobile sports betting in the state. In some ways, Texas is behind the times on this one. In some ways, in every way, they're behind yeah. the times on this one. And he's got the list of all the teams. I mean, we're it, it's it's all the big ones, and it's 
I mean, it's Texas Motor Speedway. It's the PGA Tour. It's every soccer team. Yeah. Um, so everybody's it's, in on this one. Just, just to be sure, though, like, okay, as far as the actual tax revenue goes, it's not necessarily the haul that a lot of people would suggest. Like in New Jersey, uh, let's see, in September last year, they generated $12 million in tax from sports betting. Okay. With, so $144 million in a year, and I'm guessing it's less in non-football season than that $12 million. So, it, like, that's, that's uh, compared up against a state budget, that's not all that much, but the extra revenue or the extra economic activity that comes from it as well, from being able to have things regulated, the sales tax on things at casinos or on apps, all that stuff, um, that all that all does create a pretty good net economic benefit from something that, as they mentioned, is already happening. It's just not being taxed and it's not being um, you know put into the coffers. Yep, this will be interesting. Brian T. Smith goes on to tweet, the push is to have Texas voters vote on potential legalization of mobile sports betting in state via a constitutional amendment, if it can make it that far, the betting alliance, proper noun, believes it will be approved by voters in Texas. Finishing up, Brian T. Smith tweet, it's an uphill battle in the legislature, though, and that's partly why so many of the Texas pro sports teams are signing off on and agreeing on the same thing at the same time. So it's a kind of a unified front uh, amongst all the Texas sports teams. So what you have to do is... Sean, mm-hmm. telling you how to do this. For one, um, you, you, you've lost a little bit of credibility with the um, people that might be opposed to this for reasons of vice and virtue, uh, because everybody now knows that you're a bad Catholic, because I point it out all the time. Yeah. So I suppose there, you're going to have to call, you're going to have to start calling them hypocrites uh, because of the whole bingo scenario. It's like, <laughs> yes. oh, okay. Yes. Oh, you're going to take in all in this bingo rooms. revenue, but you're not going to, yeah. Right, right. The lottery. Yeah. Scratch-offs. Look, look. Okay. You know John Yurkovich, the Chicago sports host. Big My fan. former teammate. Yeah. yeah. He, during the pandemic, he was saying that sports gambling was the only thing keeping the lights on at his station. Yes. I felt like that was a little bit of an exaggeration, <laughs> given that... <laughs> Given that all the, no sports stations were going out and not like in Texas or anything, um, but selfishly, hell yeah, give me some of that gaming Dude. revenue. Give me some of that advertising yes, money. Yes, yes. Full disclosure: got, there is a selfish motivation for it. Absolutely. No, that's a, give me some of that Pat McAfee money. Yeah. <laughs> even like a sliver of it. Like, what's like, he making? What's he making his, off of that? His deal. His deal with uh, I forget if it's DraftKings or FanDuel. I think it's FanDuel. Yeah. Um, which goes to show you how sticky the branding is on it. Uh, $120 million over, I think, four years. I think it's $30 million a year Wow! for his okay. show. We likely wouldn't command that much. Well, I would ask, but they would probably <laughs> <laughs> say no. <laughs> um, hey, he gave, did he give? T- he tithed ten percent right he, off the right up front. He, he not must to have. a church, but to charity. Right, right, he right. Did good for him, man. Well, I did. That, just, that's, I would do that too. I promise. I did just, just pass the sports gambling, everybody. I did just uh, find out that we've been named the 18th best major market morning sports show in the country, according to Barrett Sports Media. Is that $30 million a year? Uh, We're going to find out for sure. Is that, can I take you that don't to a th- casino? If you don't think I'm walking in with that on a, on a nice uh, slick deliverable and plunking it down on the desk and saying, $30 million a year and you can have this, baby. Now, now wait a second. 18th best what? Uh, major or? market morning sports show. Uh, yeah. Well, that's kind of... 
Uh, Who are these 17 clowns in front of us? I don't know. I think we were like, this same list, we were like 14th or 15th last year. We're slipping in the rankings? I feel like we had a better year in 2022 than we did in 2021. Isn't this the the publication that also wrote an article about us being mad at... (laughs) Ross Tucker, Last week, we indeed. Yeah, Ross this Tucker. this was voted on empirically, though, which I have no idea how program directors in like Detroit can vote yeah. on like how awesome the show is in Houston or yeah, whatever. This feels worse than Pro Bowl voting. Yeah, yeah. 18th best. I look at this as an insult. 18th. How many are on the list? Uh, well, it's a top twenty, but there are. I mean, but there's a bunch of oh, shows. We're 18th that, out of twenty. It's no. There's way more that didn't make the list, Seth. It's it it's you know it's, that's like finishing last place in a marathon and saying like, well, yeah, but a lot of people dropped out. No, okay. well, we're okay. So. Does this make you feel better? We're the only one in Houston that's on the list. Is that okay? I guess. I guess so too. We had a good year. I've already look. I've been king of Harris County for a long time. I know. Sean. I'm, I'm the th- dude. I'm looking to expand. I damn am it. too. I am Up too. To no, some I'm, of those godforsaken Dallas counties. I'm not going to lie. I thought we would be higher than 18th because I think we were like 15th last year. And this is voted on by program directors all over the country. Yeah. And I feel like our ratings were really good this past year. Like really, really good this past year, especially towards the end of the year. Um, best they've been in a long, long time in in uh, in across the city in this day part. And um, and we got some buzz this year from the Rusty Harton interview too. We had a viral moment that a bunch of these clowns in front of us didn't have. Yeah, does that? Did any of those seventeen other shows uh, spread around the nation? Uh, have any of those tried to inform their listeners of the legality of a uh, happy ending? No, no, not a damn one. No, not and a we damn one. And we had an expert on to do that. We weren't just the two of us pontificating. We did our listeners the service of going and finding an expert in that department, Rusty Harden. To give his thoughts yeah. on that, they need that. They need us up in Rockwall County. You know, That's one of those godforsaken counties up in Dallas. I know, I know there's one on here you will not be angry with. You know who's number one across Boop. the country? Oh, uh, is it Boomer? Nope. Ah! Oh, all right. Cataldi. Cataldi's <laughs> number one. This is his gold watch. I think this it is, is too. Gold watch. Yeah, I think it he's is going too. out. He's yeah. going out with a bang. Good Boomer and Geo are three on the list. Okay. Yeah, they're three. Uh, Toucher and Rich in Boston on Ted Station, 98.5. They're number two. I'm, I'm canceling my subscription to those, Sports Media. The Northeast, quarterly. man, but those Northeast stations, do, they pull like crazy numbers, crazy, crazy numbers. I know. It's crazy. Yeah, like uh, in Boston, who's the station in Boston? Which, which show is it in Boston? 98.5, the Sports Hub, Toucher and Rich. They get like a, like a 25 share sometimes, right. which means a quarter of men 25 to 54 at any given time that are listening to the radio or listening to them. Yes. Which is like, that's freakishly high. Yeah. That's a, it's, it's unheard of. It's, it's absurd. A great, a great month in Houston is a four share. Like that's a great month here. Um, but Boston, it's, um, they're nuts. Well, the thing about Houston is at some point it'll stop growing and people will start being more like generationally. They've been here for four generations yeah. and their grandfathers have been miserable about their sports teams. Yes. Uh, their fathers have been miserable about their sports teams yeah. to the point where it's in their DNA yeah. to be miserable about their sports team and have to tune in or stream in or whatever they do. So if you and I can... by then, by then, Sean, our streams will maybe be playing edited versions of my commercials <laughs> instead of... Instead of unedited raw audio of me 
talking to Alex Tarantino, the general manager of Bayway Chevrolet, about like which offer we should highlight this month. There you go. Yes. See, they just got like a quarter of a live read right there. So the is whole thing is going gone. on. Is it still going on? I haven't checked. Don't you check either? I just. It's it, actually good. Well, it's good. I mean, like Bayway is getting extra ad time because they're playing the hundred percent like four minute version of it. All right, this is yeah. a good confluence of circumstance because I actually wanted to talk about Cataldi. We yesterday we had yesterday we had. Uh, people around the country throwing barbs at Philadelphia. Today we've got Philadelphia throwing barbs at Kansas City. Cataldi on Andy Reid is delightful, and you can see why he's number one. That is next. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you. Angelo Cataldi is the morning host on our sister station, WIP in Philadelphia. He, he was, hates the Astros. He hates the Astros. Ah! He, um, he was just named number one on the Barrett Sports Media list of major market sports talk radio shows. Sports, sports talk radio shows in the mornings, morning drive. Um He's a legend, Angelo Cataldi. You guys know we love playing his audio here. He's retiring after the Eagles finish up this postseason. We'll have to get him on at some point, Seth, and let him know what a big part of the show he's been since the World Series. Since he, uh, since I started out despising him, but yeah. then listened to him so much out of hate that I ended up loving him. Yeah, that's how you become number one. It's a, yeah, it's, I a, actually- it's, a, it's a long. I know it honestly. Yeah, like with. 
Like that's how with uh, like Howard Stern, that's how it worked a lot of times. Yes. I remember when Howard Stern came to my town and he he was talking all this smack about my local rock DJ that I loved, and I was like, I hate this guy. Yeah, you'll never you'll never replace Brother Wheeze, you son of a bitch. And then ultimately, I just Jim yeah. Rome was like that back in yeah. the day too. I mean, that was yeah. that's you. Uh, that's that's that works. Um, so Angelo Cataldi, who ironically I already had in the rundown to listen to him because, you know, we're starting to take a look at the Super Bowl this week, and I like kind of knowing what are the what are the rivalries, what are the barbs being thrown back and forth. We had some shade being thrown at the Eagles yesterday. Figure let's go the other way this time. This is what I learned. Angelo Cataldi hates Andy Reid. Of course, oh, yeah. Andy Reid coached in Philly for over yeah. a decade. Cataldi, not a big fan of of Andy Reid, as we learned late last week. After today, mm-hmm. you will not hear another cut of that phony fraud Andy Reid <laughs> on this radio program. <laughs> I do not control the other day parts here. I do not control the mm-hmm. newsroom. I am done playing anything said by Andy Reid because I learned over 14 years it's a waste of time. Yeah, how he, much real estate does he own in your head? He does. <laughs> why, why do you have to attack? Luxury <laughs> condos, Al. I'm addressing it now so I can get it out of the way. Yeah. I don't like the man. I've never liked the man. Okay. So he's, he's done with Andy Reid. Real quick. Here, here is, if you're wondering, why does he hate Andy Reid so much? Here's why he doesn't like Andy Reid. I'm going to try here to illustrate what, one of the reasons I hate Reid. Now, I, I, the number one reason I hate Reid is that he had 14 tries to win a Super Bowl, and he failed. He failed 13 times to even get to the game, even though he got the NFC Championship five times. That doesn't mean anything to me. To get to where the Niners were and lose, Rhea, that's no great accomplishment. You, know, you, you got there, but you, you, di- you didn't even get to the well, game. For, for the Niners, I will say it was since right. they were working with a backup quarterback. You had five or, no. <laughs> times you got there. You only made it once and to the were, Super Bowl. And you were favored in several So of them. that's yeah. the number one reason. But right behind it stylistically is the fact that he never gave a damn about the fans in this city. And mm. even now, Al, he's been in KC 10 years now. Mm-hmm. That's 24 years combined. 14 here, 10 there. Right. He has not changed at all. He says nothing but a, what a robot would be programmed to say. He's He hates the boring answers that Andy Reid gives in interviews. He thinks that Andy Reid is doing the fans, a.k.a. his listeners, yeah. a huge disservice. Just by not uh, by not being entertaining enough? Or was he just... Yeah, he yeah, or just not, give, to... not, not divulging enough. Because in the interview, yeah. he went on to talk about how awesome Nick Sirianni is in interviews and how forthcoming yeah, yeah. Nick Sirianni oh. has been. So him. I wonder if so. Did Cataldi have to do like a weekly show with Andy Reid? He must and have. Yeah, was he boring on it. You just give like milk toast answers and all that. I could see that. That's got to be now, cool. And now he's, but now he's got to see him doing these State Farm commercials where he's drawing mustaches he, he on did. offensive line. He hates, he's probably he hates, super jealous. He hates the State Farm commercials. He said that. Does in, he? Yes, yes. I don't. Okay, I don't have the audio. He's jealous. He's I, obviously I, jealous. I don't know, but his two cohorts there, Al and Rhea. They yeah. love the State Farm commercials, so that just pissed him off even more. They're terrible. This, they're a terrible commercial. Um, so Andy Reid, he's mad at Andy Reid for the boring answers, so yeah. they decided to put it to the test, and they said, well, let's play one of Andy Reid's answers following the NFC title game, 
talking about his future opponent, the Kansas City Chiefs, and see if it's actually boring. And here's what it sounded like. He's never given yeah. me anything. Here's more of Reed. Listen to that. Yeah, I think when really cut to the chase on it, they're a really good football team. And so <laughs> I think that's where the energy they're in goes. They're the Super Bowl. Because um, <laughs> really when, it, when it's kickoff, it's you're playing that team. I mean, oh, you uh, are. Oh, wow. Barrett, <laughs> when they <laughs> kick it off, you're playing that team. Uh, and the Prophetic. coaches. And so the the uniform, the you know, that all that, it's not the, that that's not where your mind's at. Your mind's at making sure you have a solid game plan. Oh, you're going to have a solid game plan, Rhea. I mean, this uh, is pure part. garbage. That's, you I understand? No more, Joe. Goes. No, I can't take one more <laughs> second. That's the last you're hearing of him. <laughs> I like, uh, I, I think Cataldi, he's like an Andy Rooney. Yeah. He's, just a, he's a grumpy old guy. And people love grumpy old guys like Andy Rooney. Okay. So the big thing with this segment really has evolved to where it was originally going to be about the vitriol between Philadelphia, yeah. specifically that morning show, and Andy Reid. But in light of the fact, Seth, that you and I finished 18th among major market radio shows yeah. on a ranking nationwide in which Angelo Cataldi was the king, number one, what did we yeah. learn about what you and I need to do more of in order to climb the rankings here? Hate people. Yeah. It's, uh, as one of our listeners said, that we got too healthy. You lost weight, and I'm uh, emotionally centered, and it's bad for radio. It's two of the worst things that have ever happened to the show. I know. Me not being angry all the time has probably been the worst thing possibly for my mental health. Go die, <laughs> um, everybody. Right. Yeah, I've been – yeah, even when I say go die, I'm doing it more strategically than out of, like, general hate. Yeah. I've, uh, I'm doing it more uh, sociopathically, you know, which right. isn't as uh, – which isn't We're measured. <laughs> People get the sense that I really mean it. Like you it. might actually More kill so somebody. Than, yes. Yeah, yeah. More so than just so angry that I would suggest it. <laughs> I'm just more like an assassin these days. Um, I think that uh, as far as one of our listeners says, got to be honest, not really a strong reason for me to back him hating Andy Reid. Yeah, like he's just uh, saying boring stuff. I don't know, man. Winning is pretty cool. I, I have a hard time hating. I feel like, you know what that is, Sean? That is old school media. Like, well, it doesn't serve my purposes, yeah. so I hate the guy. Same way some sports writers think these players are awesome because they're a good soundbite. Right, know? right. Like, okay, no, I'll just I'll take play on the field, please. Give me wins and a boring personality, and I'm A-OK with that. I'm not going to whine and complain about it. Okay, uh, 0385 trailer wheel and frame text page. Imagine, sorry, trailer wheel and frame. Give me that. Give me that. Yeah, I need that in my hands. Thank you. I just needed that right now. Um, imagine being such a garbage host. You have to complain about providing a boring co- or about going after a boring coach or providing a boring coach. Glad we Houstonians are blessed with the entire six ten crew and not that curmudgeon in Philly. LOL. That's right, buddy. Yeah. Emotionally healthy, uh, not angry, <laughs> relatively relatively good English speakers as far uh, compared to Cataldi, you know, or anybody from Philadelphia. We like to enunciate a little bit more, and uh, I appreciate that. I do. Uh, I am a little bit insulted, Sean, that I did. Uh, I'm insulted that you said you learned of all of this yesterday, since I I did present it to you last week. Learned of what? Uh, C- Cataldi hating Andy Reid. Oh, I know you and I conversed about it last week. I, I don't know. Like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, okay. I know you and I went back and forth about this last week. I, I, I remember. Okay. okay, yeah. No, I, 
yesterday, I, I last maybe, week. No, no, no. I, I thought maybe it was. Uh, I thought maybe it was after, like, right around the birthday, your birthday. You were you, everything was kind of a haze to you. Yeah, you were yeah. you're, you're living like a rock star for a few days. Yeah, there, yeah. Kind of, yeah, big time. Yeah. <laughs> um, eight five zero zero. Fat Sean and Angry Seth would be top ten guaranteed. Do we think that's true? If I got no. fat again and you started to get angry again, do we improve no. in the in these rankings? People don't like me angry in the morning. Um, it's off-putting. It's it's not what people in Houston, Texas want. And the problem with that is you when you get angry, you only hear from the people who think it's really badass. Like, yeah, angry Seth, more of that. Yeah. No, I hear from people that say they'll never listen to me again, too. Oh, really? And, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not uh, – no, I get – uh, I, I get plenty of negative feedback. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Yeah. No, especially when you're angry, because that's when people know that you've got a raw nerve. So yeah. they're going to poke. No, it, if anything, when I stopped getting angry so much all the time, um, aside from that, the, like, the snowball effect in a positive way was that fewer people uh, decide to screw with you because you're angry. Because, uh, you, you know, we've got some world-class trolls out there. And yes, when they sense do. a little bit of weakness... They're gonna, they're gonna poke. They're gonna prod. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, um, so Angelo Cataldi, that's our target now. He's number one. Well, he's gonna be gone. I wonder. Boy, that's, those are big shoes to fill for whoever's taking over his spot. I tells you. All right. Um, Peyton Pendergast with you. Um, on a uh, on a Tuesday, Sean Payton met with the media yesterday. Um, he thanked all of his Fox colleagues, all except one. Who is missing from this list? We will have that for you next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents 
Payne and Pendergast. All right, so Sean Payton is the new head coach with the uh, Denver Broncos. We'll get to um, we'll get to some more Sean Payton. Sean Payton was actually uh, asked why he took the Denver job. The ownership in um, Denver was asked about going after D'Amico Ryan's. We'll get to that in just a little bit. Here was Sean Payton uh, talking about his time at Fox and thanking all of his colleagues. Let's see if there's any particular name missing here. From a coach, it was nice because I could watch a game in the green room and Jimmy Johnson is in there, Michael Strahan, um, Kurt Menefee, Howie Long, Terry Bradshaw. I mean, these guys are who – these guys were like icons for me. And I get to sit here and, like, eat food and watch football games, you know. And so I'd be the last one that would be like, hey, it's time for you to go. I'm like, all right, got to go home. Um, that was my football fix. Carissa, all right, working Charles Woodson, Michael Vick, uh, Traeger, meeting him. I'm going to miss those people because they were so, like, welcoming to me. And they taught me, like, where do you put your hands when you're standing on TV? Um, you know, sit up straight. You know, all the little secrets that you think you know and that are good enough for press conferences but aren't necessarily good enough for national TV. Um, that was fun. So do you think Colin Cowherd is sad today that he didn't get mentioned as one oh. of his Fox colleagues? Oh, I didn't, boy. Didn't even I wasn't mention even thinking his, that. Old, I was thinking, his old I was drinking the, buddy. I was thinking about the TV TV people, not the people who do radio on TV, um, which is what Coward does. He's on TV, but it's only because he's doing his radio show on TV. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that that's probably, um, he didn't, I, I bet he doesn't feel like he actually learned anything from Coward. <laughs> He just sat there and he does a he does a radio show. I can do that. You know? if, if anything, we learned a lot more about Sean Payton because of Colin Cowherd. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, like if any yeah, well Sean Dishing. Payton we know taught he taught Colin Coward a lot of stuff. Right, right. Yeah. So um I was wondering about like the guys on the studio show like some of, did he mention any of the other coaches or athletes or anything? Did yeah, he, he did. He, 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 he did. He did. He mentioned all those guys at the beginning. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That microphone. I was getting distracted by that awful, awful sound system. There was one point in the press conference where he was talking about how in New Orleans they spent like thirty thousand dollars on a sound system to play better music and everything as part of the culture there, and uh, he's saying it into a microphone. That sounded like they bought it at Toys R Us. It was uh, that was distracting. Yeah, he he listed everybody on the main Fox Studio show, and then he listed everybody on the Fox Studio show that he was uh, a part of with Carissa Thompson, like the pre yeah. to the pregame. Um, but no Cowherd, man. I'm guessing Cowherd's mention, licking his wounds today over this. Didn't mention James Brown. Uh, well, James I, Brown is not on. He mentioned Kurt Minifee, uh, who's the James Brown of that show. Oh, oh, yeah, all right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, at any rate, yeah, so he's – Colin Coward got uh, well, left Coward out. Coward should the, be – I mean, I think Coward – I feel like Coward has been bragging and bragging and bragging about what good buds he is with Sean Payton. And then he – Colin Coward was caught off guard by the fact that Sean Payton left the job because he thought for sure he was going to stay there. And then you find out that according to Sean Payton and the Denver folks at least that they knew – a while ago that he was taking that job. They were just waiting for the saints and the saints to come to a, a deal with them for the actual trade compensation. So does, does Colin Coward feel like he was completely bilked or duped? We'll find out today. I suppose, or maybe <laughs> sure not. We... Okay. If he doesn't say anything about it at all, then I feel like he thinks he was duped. I am kind of anxious uh, to see what he says about Peyton's introductory press conference. If you want to know the truth, going, 
Yeah, what if he starts going scorched earth on Sean Payton? <laughs> Just <laughs> randomly. <laughs> After flip-flopping every other day on whether or not the Denver job was a good job, is he going to just go scorched earth on just Sean Payton in general? Yeah, yeah. Someone texted in. You probably that's probably where you got this from. He didn't mention James Brown either. No, he didn't. He didn't mention Boomer Esiason. He didn't um, mention Bill Cower. He didn't mention anybody on CBS. <laughs> I don't know these. Do you watch these pregame shows? I can. I'm do, We're doing the pregame show while those pregame yeah. shows are on. Yeah. I'm very. I'm just vaguely aware of everything that goes on on them. Yeah. So like even to yeah, I guess James Brown would be a CBS. He's guy. a CBS guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a CBS guy. Um, here was Seth. You just talked about this. The uh, ownership and uh, the wait, GM. Real, yeah. real quick, the, another listener makes out a good point that he was talking about the pregame show and everything and all that. Like in that in that moment. Yeah, so, I know. I like to stir yeah. the pot, though. That's all. It's, oh, okay. it's theater of the mind, listener. Um. Uh, so, um, the ownership and the GM in Denver, uh, they were asked yesterday, actually, directly asked about pursuing D'Amico Ryans during the Sean Payton press conference. Here was the answer. Zach Stevens with DNVR. Sean wanted to welcome you to Denver. Uh, and I have a question for Greg and George. There was a report shortly after that it came out that Sean was going to be the head coach here that said you were making a push for D'Amico right before that. Can you comment uh, on that report? I can comment. Uh, yeah, that wasn't the case. Uh, again, we met with a number of uh, great candidates through the process, uh, but once we locked in with Sean about five or six days before uh, we got the trade done uh, with the Saints, our, our focus was um, uh, entirely on him and, and closing that. Yeah, I would just say, you know, Sean w- was more complicated than the others, obviously. We would have had Sean done earlier, Right. If we didn't have that other layer of the trade and, uh, you know, with the trade, I just want to, uh, you know, I did the trade with Mickey Loomis and, uh, you know, first class all the way. Uh, Mickey's been one of the top GMs in the league for the last you know 15 years or so and just can't say enough about Mickey and the first class he showed uh, to get the trade done. And, and the goal all along was not only to get Sean. Uh, but also to have it be win win, you know, win win for the Broncos, win for the Saints. And I think we accomplished that. All right, so. Yeah, so I think um, I think they're being a little bit probably uh, is evasive the right word. I th- they'd be idiots if they weren't still entertaining other options and possibilities. Yeah, like honestly, and according to Colin Coward, they're the smartest ownership group who ever lived. So I I would be very surprised if they weren't hoping to keep an avenue open with D'Amico. It's just at some point D'Amico decided he wanted to go with the Texans and just flat out told them that. So it's not like – I don't think anybody's ever reported that the Broncos made a hard offer, right? Uh, or did did Ian Rappaport – I forget what Rappaport's tweet yeah. said. It, I mean, they, he, Rappaport seemed to say that they made a run at D'Amico Ryans at the 11th hour. That's where they're – like, in making a run at him, I don't know what that means, yeah. I guess. Like, that's a, that feels like intentionally vague phrasing for me and Rappaport. I think that they were – they probably – I wouldn't be surprised if D'Amico was their second choice, at least, in that they really wanted to keep him interested until it was signed um, on the paper with Sean Payton. I think that's why they're pointing out the long process to get the trade yeah. done. The tra- I mean, the trade, all evidence from the press conference yesterday, because this is not the only time that the trade part of it for Payton got mentioned. It got mentioned frequently throughout the 40, 45 minutes that the parties all met with the media. Um I think that's why they mention it in the answer to that question. The long time that it took place, I think it's an implication. Like, yeah, we were we were we were still talking to people while that trade was going on because you don't yeah. know if the trade is going to get consummated. 
So Ian Rappaport had reported, so on January 31st, yeah. which would have been during the time where some, the, the Broncos claim that they had already gotten to a deal. Yeah, it was with, right, it was right yeah. after both D'Amico and Peyton got announced. Right. Yeah. So the Broncos spent today trying to hire D'Amico Ryans again before he recommitted to the Texans, sources say. When he agreed to terms with the Texans, they moved and finalized okay. Sean Payton. Trying Is to hire. Boy? Trying <laughs> to hire is what you – that's what yeah. you just were wondering. Like, okay, did they make an offer? Like, I, I see trying to hire, and that, that to me sounds like they wanted D'Amico Ryan. sounds like Sean Payton's their second choice. It does. I, that's what I choose like to it. believe. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's more fun. I, know, I mean, there's just – it's a, and it's just too easy for Schefter's report to be just a, a flat-out denial by the Broncos that that happened. It's funny because it seems like Sean Payton was offended that the Texans – like, more than anything, it really feels like Sean Payton was offended that the Texans weren't lusting after him the way other teams were. And, yeah. and it and it feels like it's probably Peyton would – if I were Peyton and I were wired the way it seems like Peyton is wired, I'd be doubly offended now that the Texans got who they really wanted. Yes. And that the guy that they treated like a third-rate whore, Sean Peyton, ends up going to uh, the Broncos where he was, in fact, their second choice and uh, not the guy that ended up going to the Texans. Uh, guess who comes here next year? The Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. It'll Team be fun. Of many Super Bowl victories and six long, straight losing seasons. A long, long time ago, yeah. Okay. Uh, text message, trailer, will, and frame text page. Seven zero eight five. Isn't it kind of rude to ask them that question about D'Amico during Sean Payton's press conference? LOL. It is a little strange. Yeah, it's kind of like giving a it's like giving a best man speech where you bring up how awesome the guy's ex girlfriend was. A, 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 li- a little bit. I will say this: that that was a big storyline with this hire was the D'Amico Ryan's part of it. The owner yeah. and the GM are both sitting up at the desk there. If you don't ask it, then you're not getting another chance to ask it. And for anybody who thought it would be rude, there'd be just as many people saying, well, that is soft Denver media right there, not yeah. asking if he was the first choice. Uh, yeah. If you circled back to D'Amico Ryans in this whole thing. That's, uh, you're right. Having everybody. all those guys up there on the stage at once is, uh, that's a good time to ask that question. Yeah. And there was, uh, there had been controversy about it. Somebody, it was dueling sources. So somebody told Ian Rappaport, because I think for both of those guys, I don't think anybody ever doubts that they're being told what they're reporting. These aren't guys that are fabricators or anything. But at times, sometimes, you know, some less less honest people might be sourcing their stuff to it, might, might be telling them stuff. Who do you think it's most likely? In your gut, do you think Ian Rappaport was lied to or Adam Schefter was lied to? Adam Schefter. Yeah. I, I believe that there was some contact with D'Amico Ryans while the Sean Payton stuff was bubbling. I do. I do. And you feel that Schefter... Maybe should have. Do you feel like Schefter shouldn't have just taken it face value, whatever somebody told him? I don't know. I, I, but I could see where you said this earlier. I could see where both sides have a shred or a kernel of truth in their reports that I could see where Peyton was their first choice, but I could also see them circling back and at least keeping D'Amico Ryan's on a burner on the stove and it getting misconstrued as they offered, they, they wanted to hire D'Amico Ryan's. I could see that getting trying to hire part. The trying to hire phrase is the one that's confusing because yes. it's not extending an offer. It's not that, if it were more specific, then maybe I would keep that. But, uh, but yeah, I also don't believe like what Adam Schefter said was that the timing of today's two hires was completely coincidental. I suppose it would be completely coincidental. If that's when the trade went through, then so be it. It might also be, though, that the Broncos 
whatever they might have been balking at in negotiations with the Saints, when they found out that D'Amico is definitely off the table, they went ahead and went all in with the Saints. And Absolutely. That's when the, the trade got through. So they said we had to wait for the trade to go through. What perhaps they didn't disclose was maybe the trade didn't go through until they knew they were out on D'Amico. That could be. Or that the D'Amico is out on them. That could yeah. be. J.J. Watt is making the media rounds out in Arizona. That's where the Super Bowl is. Why did J.J. Watt choose to hang it up? How does he feel about going into the Hall of Fame potentially with the greatest of all time? That is next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 